Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. I'm excited about the message today and this week as we are still focusing on men. Men are so important to the purpose of God and the plan of God that the enemy has come in to try to do everything he can to destroy the effectiveness of men. He wants to destroy men so that we are not righteous. He wants to destroy men so that we are not responsible. And he does not want us to have the rewards that God have in store for men. Nudge the man in your life and have him to listen to these messages this week. And at the end of today's message, we're going to let you know how you can join us this Friday for the Impact Men's Gathering at the Light of the World. This is the time for every man to stand tall and be who God called him to be. Now join us as we walk in the light of God's Word. Listen, mothers, you teach your kids how to work real hard. You ain't got to tell them to leave home. I took off like a scald dog. I was sitting there waiting. As soon as I get my high school diploma, I'm getting up out of here. I was like Shirley Caesar. I won't be back. I won't be back. No more. No more. No more. You got grown folk laying up there talking about what time we going to eat. <laughs> now work them. Work them. Work them. Young as they are, work them. Pick up. You ought to see my grand. Pick that up. Pick that up. Pick that up. Put that back in there. Take them. Put it in the trash. You old enough to mess up. You old enough to clean up. You got time to lean. You got time to clean. God says, I'm putting you in the garden so you can do what with it? Work it. Why did God start with that first? Productivity. Work it. There's no productive man in his right mind that want to stay home at his parents' house long term. There ain't, there's something wrong with him. Now, let me, let, me, let me tell you women something. Now, uh, you shouldn't be shacking. But I'm going to tell you something I noticed. If a man move in with you, you're doing better than him. Because if a man doing better than you, he ain't moving in with you. If a man is doing better than you, he don't want to be in there with you. You're going to have to move with him. But if you, uh, can you help me, can you help me out till I get myself together? <laughs> and you want a man so bad that you get any kind of man up in the house that will even mistreat your children. You're, that's no man. That's a male. And there's a difference between a male and a man. Uh, that's another sermon. You just want something. But I, you know, so listen, uh, you ought to be happy now because things are getting so that they're, that they're making uh, robots. And these robots, I've seen some of them, they look human. And, and, they, and they're, they're human to the touch. And you can program them, women, that tell you I love you every hour. 
So don't go get no piece of man and have him in your house acting crazy. Just go and get you one of these robots. Just invest the money. You're just going to have to pay one time. You ain't got to worry about it. You ain't got to worry about him. You ain't got to feed him. He ain't complaining. He just, I love you, darling. I love you. I love you. Whoa. Where was I at? Now notice that the man, not only was he going to work it, God told him two things. I want you to work it. And I want you to take care of it. That's two different things. The taking care of it is that ownership understanding and stewardship. Not only am I working it, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm taking charge of it and I'm taking care of it. And it's more than uh, that ain't my job. Uh, that's not, uh, this is all I do. That ain't my job. And nobody told me to do that. No, God says, no, I want you to take care of it. I want you to stand in a place and say, okay, what else needs to be done here? How do I manage this better? How is this looking? I'm, I'm out here looking. I'm not just working, but this thing is going to be uh, 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 well taken care of because I'm, I'm in charge of how this thing come out. Okay, now I'm here to snag now. How does that work? That works like this. When you are on your job, you ought to work on it like you own the place. I'm talking about a man now. This, I'm telling you how to get to the next level. You walk in there like this is your place. I'm taking care of it like it's my place. I'm, I'm, I'm taking ownership of what I have been assigned to. I'm talking about a man, man. I'm just here to get a paycheck. I'm just here. No, God said, no, you ain't, you ain't just going to go there to work so you can get you something to eat out there, God. You take care of this thing. In other words, you, you look at it and you say, that don't look, that don't look right right there. That, that didn't look like that yesterday. What happened here? Let me go and take care of that. Okay, let me go. Uh, let me go to something else. Because folk walk by stuff. And it's been leaning for uh, six months. And ain't nobody said nothing. But ain't nobody moved it up. The man will come in there and say, this need to be straightened up. He ain't got to say something. Ain't nobody told me to do that. I don't want to touch nothing. No, man, a man will have initiative. Understanding. Nobody have to tell me to take care of this. It needs to be taken care of. See, if you don't do that on your job, you ain't going to do that when you get to your house and have your own family. You got a will, and nobody told me to get no will. You ain't thought about what's going to happen to your family if you die. You got insurance, and nobody said nothing to me about getting no insurance. What's wrong with you, man? You don't want your wife nagging you? Well, take care of your business. She ought not have to ask you about that. You ought to come home. Honey, listen, this, I laid this all out. I know you're going to need this. The kids are going to need this. I've been thinking about this. And I've, I've got this strategic plan here that's going to take care of our family and going to look out for our future. And she's going to say, hey, so. <laughs> yeah, because you're looking out for them. You are taking care of the garden. You come home, somebody done ran over your yard, got a big rut in it, and for three weeks, three months later, it's still there. The wife said, you're going to do something with that rut. What rut? <laughs> <laughs> you're 
You ought to have been the first one that saw that. That didn't look right. That came home. That's, uh, that's not right. We got to take care of that. Okay, I knew it was going to get quiet, but this is the month of the man. <laughs> See, there's a difference. There's a, a man can make a difference. A man makes a difference. A man makes a difference. You don't have to tell nobody you run things in this house. Just run things in the house. I run things over here. I'm the man of the house. If you got to tell your wife you the man of the house, you ain't the man of the house. When you the man of the house, you ain't got to say nothing. Just be the man. Take care of the business. The insurance and the, the insurance and expired on the cars and everything, you know. <laughs> baby, you didn't take care of the insurance, baby. <laughs> I'm here to encourage the men. So I'm encouraging you in a godly manner. You heard somebody say, I'm encouraged, all right. He paid he paid his insurance last week. So men, it's it's not enough just to work. If you take your work to an ownership level, you're going to learn and excel to levels of performance that may even surprise you. You take your work to an ownership level. God gave Adam a garden to take care of before he gave him a wife to take care of. God said, I want to see how you're going to do this before I do anything else. Now suppose Adam went over there to the garden and said, I don't feel like doing nothing. And the garden get overgrown and everything get all messed up in the garden and Adam just laying under the tree all day saying, well, I wish I had a television or something. Then <laughs> God's going to say, well, he don't need nothing else. Look at verse 16. And the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat of any garden, any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat of it, you will surely die. So although God put Adam in charge of the garden and gave him dominion over the animal kingdom, God wanted to see if he could function under authority. Do you know how to function under authority? You get mad at everybody when they tell you something. I'm a man. Talk to me like that. God gave him choices and a charge. You can enjoy all of the produce from any tree in the garden. Look at all these trees. I've got you covered. I've got everything you need all in this garden. Look at it. Look at all that. Thousands of things. Thousands of trees all in the garden. You can eat all that. Except one. Don't mess with that one. Don't touch that tree. If you eat the restricted tree fruit, you will die. God wants to give us some boundaries. God give a man some boundaries. I don't want you a loose cannon out here. God has not created man in his own image. God has now created man in his own image. He placed man in the garden and he designed everything that he needed. God gave him a job. God gave him, a, gave him an assignment. God gave him a command and a charge. And then God had an idea. The Lord said in verse 18, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a suitable helper 
a helper suitable for him. God says, it's not good for him to be alone. I'm going to make a helper suitable for him. Now, I'm thinking about what God is thinking right now. He says, I'm going to make a helper suitable for him. And listen, Adam was clueless to his isolation. Adam, you know, he don't know. He just got created out of, the du- out of the dust and God gave him a garden. God gave him this. You know, Adam never thought to himself, where is everybody? <laughs> he didn't say that. That was nobody but him. Or he didn't say, I need a woman. He didn't know what that was. So he was clueless. He was just working and living. He was living life and loving it. And God says, I'm going to custom make someone to help him. Here's God saying, you know what? The brother needs some help. This is Jerry G. Martin, and I am so excited about what's coming up this Friday, May 5th, at the Light of the World. It is our 2023 Impact Men's Gathering. There are several churches that's a part of this impact group all over the city, and we're calling our men to come together, and we're inviting you as well. If you're a man, you are invited. If you're going to be a man, you are invited. So we want every father, every grandfather, every uncle or nephew or grandson or brother to be here. We're going to talk about what it really means to be a righteous man. God is looking for righteous men today to make a difference in the culture. We're also going to talk about what it means to be a responsible man for your home and your family and in your church. And then what are the rewards of that? It's going to be a blessing and a benefit to you. But we're also going to have some fun and excitement. We have some custom cars and classic cars that's going to be in the parking lot. Man, if you have a custom car or classic car you'd like to show, bring it out. If you're part of a motorcycle group, have your group come and join us. We're going to provide the food and refreshment at no cost while supplies last. Our impact group is hosting and sponsoring this event, so come on out and be a part of it. You can come as early as 4.30 to take advantage of all the things that we're offering. And then at 7 o'clock, we're going inside and we're going to minister to you and pray for every man that's coming. Pastors, we're going to send these men back to your church equipped to be a responsible man and a righteous man. So come on out and join us at the Light of the World, 16161 Old Humble Road. So this is Pastor Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.